Hello and welcome to Same Boat Huddle. My name is Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Photography and we're on episode 52. And today what I want to talk with you about is something I've kind of been writing on a lot this week. So if you follow me in uh, any of my platforms, whether it's Instagram or my free Facebook group in Same Boat Huddle, this is something that I've been talking about a lot. And uh, basically, it's just the idea that our thoughts create our reality. And we function as a society so much in our limiting beliefs and not even realizing it, that we have this constant voice in our head saying, you know, that I'm too tired. I can't do this. I'm not good enough. They're better than me. I failed. All of these inner dialogues that really create our own reality. So I want to talk with you a little bit about that today. And I want you to take from this episode, am I doing this? Because the first way to change this is to have the awareness. I don't think that many of us recognize how much we live in this space. We are on auto drive, that we are just functioning in the day. We we get up and do the same thing every day and, and are totally unaware of the voice in our head telling us, you can't do that. I'm not good enough. I'm not strong enough. I don't have enough time. I don't have enough money. They're better than me. They, it just, a, just a multitude of things like that. So what I first want to define for you is cognitive behavioral therapy. So in the coaching world, it's, it's different than therapy or psychology. <clears throat> I, I find it, um, I think, a really good way to define the two. So I totally didn't plan to define these two, but I think it's a really great opportunity to kind of just compartmentalize what they both are. So if you are having medical issues um, with your thyroid and your weight and their sugars or whatever, you go to your doctor, right? You, ha- you have to go to your doctor to really to get the blood work, to figure out what's going on, to, to do all of those things and get all of those answers understand what a diagnosis might be, et cetera, et cetera. When you're in a space of, I know what's going on, I understand, I see my doctor, they're a part of my support system, but I just, I need the accountability. I need the support from someone outside of the medical world. You go to a coach at the gym or a trainer or a nutritionist to say like, hey, I'm seeing my doctor. He's taking care of my blood work. I know I have these issues, but I really need some day-to-day support of, you know, what are the best workouts for me? Can you help me do them each day? What food should I be eating? Can you help me with a menu um, or a shopping list or whatever? That's a coach. So that's the difference in coaching in life when you're thinking of life coaching or empowerment coaching, whatever verbiage uh, someone uses. That's the difference between a therapy or a psychologist. Uh, and then a lot of people don't know this, but a psychologist um, is very much like a therapist uh, in that they work, they don't work with medicine. So psychiatrists are the ones that are able to prescribe um, any type of medication. Psychologists cannot. So a um, cognitive behavioral therapy is a therapeutic approach. And if you're wondering how I know all of this, I have done lots of research and papers and (laughs) final reports and classes 
uh, in my undergrad work through, through my, my counseling degree. And, um, cognitive behavioral therapy is one of the best, especially in school counseling, which is what I focused on, uh, because it's so quick. There are worksheets and homework and there's a lot of accountability on the client themselves where they have to do the work. It's not sitting in a a therapist's office, laying on the couch, uh, in a psychotherapeutic kind of approach or any of those other type of uh, therapeutic approaches. Most people are very eclectic, but cognitive behavioral therapy is, um, I feel like a therapeutic approach that really goes hand in hand with how a lot of um, coaches approach their clients in uh, and there's a lot of books out there right now and uh, NLP and all of this stuff that really is derived from this therapeutic approach. So it's basically the idea that your thoughts create your belief system and then creates your view of the world. So in cognitive behavioral therapy, the definition is a type of psychotherapy in which negative patterns of thought about the self and the world are challenged in order to alter unwanted behavior patterns or treat mood disorders such as depression. So I'm going to read that one more time. A type of psychotherapy in which negative patterns of thought about the self and the world are challenged in order to alter unwanted behavior patterns or treat mood disorders such as depression. So again... A coach cannot treat depression. They're not certified unless they're sitting there with their LPC too, of course. Um, and following guidelines and blah, blah, blah. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole, but you know as well as I do that that's not appropriate. So it's this idea of um, what happens is we have a belief system, which could also be labeled as limiting beliefs or core belief system or your ego. Uh, so that is the, the, um, the inner dialogue is another. So all of these words and phrases are the same thing in some term, you know, in some context. And in this context, they're, they're meaning the same thing. So it is, all of us have a core belief, that comes from our childhood. So you can really think about what mine is. I'm not enough. I'm not enough. I'm, I, I, I didn't get a good enough grade. I didn't lose enough weight. I didn't swim fast enough. I didn't run fast enough in my lacrosse game. I didn't parent well enough today. I'm not a good enough wife. I didn't clean the house well enough. Uh, and this, I think, is something that is a very common core belief system. You know, there's, there's a multitude of them, but I think this is a very, very common one that we deal with because our culture breeds this type of core belief system that, that we are, we thrive off of achievement and being the best. So (laughs) because that's not possible and none of us are perfect, it really sets you up to believe I'm not good enough, right? So if you have this belief system, so we can think big scale and small scale, that if my big scale core belief is I'm not good enough, throughout my life and day to day, I will constantly be looking for evidence to support this belief system, which hand in hand will affect my behavior and how I choose to live. So if I have the belief system, I'm not good enough, I will not clean the house in a way that I feel like is enough. So I might not clean it very well, or I might not put all of my effort in, or I might not try my best because I'll think, well, why try if I'm just going to fail, 
right? How many of you live in that way? Like, I'm not even going to try to start a business because I'm probably going to fail. I won't be able to do it as well as them. I'm not good enough. Or at this, you know, I'm a photographer, so great frame of reference for me. I don't take pictures as well as that person. I don't know as much about business as that person. They seem to do it so easily. I could never do that. I'm not good enough. So then you look for the evidence of that. So let's stick with cleaning the house. So I believe I'm not good enough. And in in the context of cleaning the house, I'm going to look for like, oh, I'm going to go to someone else's house and see how clean their house is. And because I'm looking for evidence to support this, I'm going to see that their house is cleaner. And that supports my belief that I'm not as good as them. I'm not good enough. I don't clean well enough. If I believe that I'm not good enough at photography, I'm going to be looking for evidence to support that. So I'm constantly going to be seeing the people who are better than me, who are running a better business, making more money, taking better pictures. And that's going to support my belief that I'm not good enough as a photographer. But there's always someone better than you and you're always better than someone else. Always, always, always. It doesn't matter how far you climb on any scale. It's always going to be like that. So I'm not finding the people with dirtier houses or the photographers don't, that don't do as well as I do to support me, which I feel like is kind of a terrible example because it's, I don't like the comparative scale. I don't believe in that. I don't believe in, um, living in a life of I compare to support myself, but that's what so many of us do. So you're constantly looking for evidence. So then on a smaller scale, I'm having a bad day. If you're constantly saying to yourself, I'm having a bad day, you will find every single thing that's going wrong to support your belief that you're having a bad day. And it's going to confirm that you're having a bad day. How many of you, all of us have had that day where you wake up and stub your toe and then you spill your coffee on your shirt and then you're like, well, that's it. My day's ruined. It's going to suck this is terrible. This is it. Everything's going to go wrong. And then everything goes wrong. But how many of you have been that little bit of an optimist and and you stubbed your toe and you spilled your coffee and you're like, you know what? I'm really grateful I had an extra shirt and my toe's not broken. It's fine. Like it didn't hurt that bad. The day is going to be fine. Like this was just a bad start. Rest of the day is going to be cool. It's going to go smoothly. And then the day was fine. You even forgot how bad the day started off. It's all you create your reality with your thoughts. So I want you to really take some time to think about what are what is your inner dialogue? What do you say every day? That is the first thing that you need to do to make any type of change in your life. You have to change your mindset and you have to be consistent. You can't wake up tomorrow and be like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be, it's going to be a good day and show up and be mindful of your inner dialogue and your belief system and a small scale, big scale. And then the next day be like, whatever, I'll have the energy to do that. This day is going to be so bad. I'm terrible at what I do. I'm giving up. And then think that you're going to have a consistent ride in, in life and that your beliefs are going to change. You have to really be cognizant and aware of what are my beliefs. So think of your limiting beliefs and even start journaling about it. You can do you can do it in a multi- multitude of ways. So you can begin to journal about like every time you have a thought of, I don't know if I can do this. Oh my God, the grocery store is going to be so hard. This is going to be so bad with the kids. Or you wake up and be like, I'm so tired. I can't do this again. I just need a break. 
oh my gosh, my husband's not coming home from work. There's no way I'm going to be able to do the nighttime routine without him tonight. Those are all limiting beliefs you are setting yourself up. So if you wake up and think like, I feel really tired, but I feel good. And I know that as the day goes on, I'm going to have more energy and I'm going to be totally fine. Or even saying like, I know that I'm tired today, but it's going to be okay because I'm going to really honor my energy. And if I need to slow down, I will. If I need to take a break, I will. And because I'm going to do that, I know it's going to feel really easy. Doesn't that feel so much different than like, oh my God, I'm way too tired. I can't do this. And then you sloth yourself out of bed and you feel like you're army crawling through the day because that is what... That's the mind frame that you created for yourself. So I really want you to take some time to think about those things. And I want to quickly share my experience this past weekend, which it's just amazing how like all last week I've been really talking about this. And and then I had um, a weekend that could have very easily been very, very difficult. But because I was so aware of my I am statements and what I was saying to myself, it was so easy. And I'm telling you, it had full potential to, to really not be fun. So my my husband was away again this weekend, and I'm and this is me not complaining at all because it was planned to go away to our lake house second weekend in a row to um, continue to fix it up a little bit. So it's ready for us when we go up for Memorial Day weekend. And um, so I do have to say with it being planned, <clears throat> it's definitely much easier because we do live a life of unplanned him going away regularly with his work. Um, but I think with experience, I've become very used to it. So this is a little different in that I was be able I was able to plan ahead a little bit. So he left Thursday um, right after work and I bring the kids home um, from swim lessons after school. And it's a little bit of a hectic evening <clears throat> because uh, homework is due on Friday and they need their baths after swimming. I don't know about you all, but we do not bathe our children every day. In the summer, I think it's different, but I'll be the first to say, like, nope, mm-mm. if we can skip a bath, I'm cool. I'm cool with that. It's just a lot. <laughs> so Thursday is no excuse. You have to have bath after being in the pool. Uh, you know, feeding them dinner, getting homework ready, getting packing lunches, all of that kind of stuff. So, and and by Thursday, I'm just losing steam. You know, it's it's you're getting into that Friday mode and that's your belief system like, "Oh my god, it's the end of the week. I can't do it again." So again, you have to think about your your inner thoughts. Um so I I knew I had to do all that. Friday had my son home, uh, needed to get the house cleaned, needed to prep for shooting a wedding on Saturday. So he was also not home all day on Saturday. And uh, we had a multitude of people come in. I feel like I have said the word multitude 20 times. Why do I get hung up on words? I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, So uh, Saturday was also it's tough for me when I have multiple people coming in and out and you know that like you have to make sure you have enough food and that the house is in order and that you leave necessary notes for things they might not think about or know and that the dog is taken care of so that he's happy and all the stuff. So I easily could have gone into the weekend thinking this is going to be really hard and I'm barely going to make it to the end. And that definitely would have been, I I get like that a lot. I get very like, oh man, this is so hard. This is so much work. I've, you know, I've had such a busy week and that word busy, you know, I've had such a busy week and I've done so much and I do more and, uh, you know, I have too much on my plate and the kids are so difficult and they have so much energy and I can't do this. Those are typically my thoughts. 
And, you know, I wake up in the morning and go like, oh my gosh, I have to do this whole day by myself and I have work to do and housework to do and parenting to do. And it just then sets the tone. And I decided, I was like, you know what? Recently, I've been really trying to go into these days that in the past I've perceived to be very difficult. And then they were, and they drained me and depleted my energy and I was like, I don't think it has to be like that. Like, I'm pretty sure I can, I can actually practice what I preach and see like if I can really control this and see if I do experience these, these difficulties d- differently. So I was very, I had the intention of being very present, number one. So what I mean by that is when I'm bathing the kids after swim lessons, I am bathing the kids after swim lessons. I'm not running through my head thinking about how hard tomorrow is going to be and how crazy Saturday is going to be. And just thinking about all the things I am just focused on bathing the kids, just what's in front of me. And I know that I'm organized and set up that I know what's coming up. So I don't even need to think about it. And then I was very cognizant of how am I thinking about this? Like, this is going to be so much fun. We're going to, we'll do bath early and then we'll get in our, our PJs and just really enjoy ourselves after bath and lay around and maybe even watch a part of a movie, whatever. And then Friday, I was like, this is going to be so much fun. Like, we'll take my daughter to school. My son and I all hang out at home and clean. He loves cleaning. We'll have fun together. I'll love having a clean house. And then we're going to do a movie night. And it is so much fun just to be able to cuddle and make popcorn. And they get so excited. And Saturday, the same thing of just, I'm so happy to have these people available to help us and to watch the kids and that I can trust and go do my work without having to worry. Uh, and I had this mind frame the, the whole time he was gone. And I got home after the wedding and it was really interesting where I was like, this is when I should be sitting down going, oh my God, I can't believe I made it. I'm exhausted. That was so hard. I barely made it to the end. Do you know what I'm talking about? Where it's like, I finally got here and you're just crawling to the finish line. I sat down thinking like, wow, I feel really good. Like that was easy. We actually had a really nice few days. There were plenty of like moments of not super happy or not perfect. And there's boo-boos and there's crying and whatever else. But I was like, this, this went really well. And it's just proving to me truly how much control we have with our mind. Our mind 110% creates our reality. And I know that sometimes being like the, the eternal optimist can be super annoying, but I don't think you even have to be that. Like I can be real. I can tell you like this part of the day wasn't fun, but I think it's just understanding like this is just where we are right now. Like this moment isn't the best and that's okay. It's not going to define the whole day. It's not going to define the rest of my day. It's not going to snowball for me. Like it's, it's cool. I'm allowed to have this not so great moment and then it's okay to also have a really great moment five minutes from now. Like I'm allowed to have that. I'm okay. And to just recognize throughout the day, like I did that really well. I accomplished this task really well, whether it was perfect or not. Cause guess what? No one is perfect. If you are reaching perf- for perfection, you will burn out over and over and over again. Cause you're, you're trying to find something that isn't there. Perfection and balance don't exist. So stop trying to do those things. Cause you, it's the constant energy leak and creation of burnout because it's just not there. So live in the moment be present, be mindful, 
be aware of your, your language and recognize how that might be affecting your day and your life, you know, small scale, big scale, whether it's your week or your month, like this is going to be a tough month. This is going to be a really busy week. What are you saying to yourself? What are you saying to yourself? How is it creating your reality? How is it setting you up? And get a hold of it and take control of it. So start writing down or putting in your notes in your phone or just like make that mental note of like, oh my gosh, that's the millionth time today I said I'm a bad mom. I can't believe how many times I say that to myself. Or this is going to be so hard or I don't have enough time. I'm running out of time. I don't have enough money. I could never do something like that person. Good for them that they can do that. I could never do that. How many times do you say stuff like that to yourself? And then what I really challenge you to do is in the morning, create your I am statement. So I do this. It's prompted from the Daily Greatness Journal. I talk about this journal all the time of I am statements. So I am, and there can be in the journal, they prompt like, how do you want to show up for your kids today? Or like, this is what you're going to do to be present today or whatever it is. But think about your I am statements in the morning. Say, I am going to nail this day. I am going to be an awesome mother. I am really good at accomplishing this task or this job or whatever it is. Think about your I am statements. I am grateful. I am calm. I am not defined by my anxiety. I am good enough. And do it every single morning so that you can start your day with positive beliefs and not negative beliefs or limiting beliefs. I challenge you so hard on this. You have complete control over what your day is going to be and what your life is going to look like just by what you think. Do There's a whole therapeutic approach around this with studies and, and significant statistics and it is truth. It is fact. This is not just this hokey, trendy way for coaches to talk to their clients. This is real life. Depression is treated through this, simply how you think. So go do your homework, get your journal out, write your stuff down, get clear on where you're holding yourself back, and then rearrange those words to help it propel you forward. That is where I'm going to leave you. I hope you all have a really awesome week. I am going to have an awesome week. This is easy. There actually is some signs behind that, behind that this is easy button, I'm telling you. So uh, if you are a listener for the first time or 52 times, if you have not and you have a few minutes, I would love for you to leave me some rating, a rating and a review because the more I get, the more I get to be spread to all of the amazing people out there and they get to hear a message that they might need to hear. So you're not helping me, you're helping someone out there who might need to hear a message from this podcast. So I thank you. People out there, thank you. Thank you for listening, regardless whether, again, it's the first time or the 52nd time. I appreciate you being here so much. I love hearing from you. So you can message me on Instagram 
at Photog Aaron J. Email me, Aaron at ejoicephotography.com. Uh, if you share a screenshot of this episode and tag me at Photog Aaron J, I will be sure to give you a shout out. I love when people do those things and I just love hearing from you. It just completely makes my day, warms my heart. So again, uh, have an awesome week. Treat others the way you want to be treated and I will talk to you all soon. <laughs>